this one. And this time, I'm doing the intro. All right, I'll just you just give me the the signal. Uh, headstrong. <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, see, it's it's hard just making something up. An introduction's difficult. Um, so that's why this one is as it is. <laughs> it's what it is. But it's funny. It's like, well, welcome back. We're back. It's like I don't know how much later this will come out after the previous one, but I mean, we just took a twenty-minute break. Hot Just Cheeto so break. People can be behind the scenes. Yeah. But if you're somehow new to this, this is an Ian Blather, mm-hmm. hosted by a gender studies commie pinko idiot of a sister and a depressed loser economist of a brother. You know, I think that really describes us pretty well. Actually. That's why I put it in the intro. Yeah, that's why. But I was just surprised that you could uh, do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, you were giving me a compliment on mm-hmm. how well I introduced us. Mm-hmm. But um, despite our numerous accolades, triumphs, and. Mostly failures. All of, and, oh. <laughs> and failures, and then also other failures. Uh, still at the end of the day, just like you, dear listener, we are... I'm stubborn, quibbling, self-centered, oh, vindictive, obnoxious, hormonal, sexually preoccupied, evil, thieving, cross-dressing jerks. I yeah, forgot I pr- that it That's doesn't... how that soundboard works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot too. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I'm sure that literally no one is listening to this episode new for the first time. <laughs> so whatever. How did you get if here? Someone's are saying, you okay? Yeah. And really, how did you get here? Please write in and let and me know. Put it in the comments. <laughs> Listen to this on YouTube. Go to no. YouTube. Okay, listen to it on Spotify. Go to YouTube. Leave a comment. Or listen Smash to it on Spotify. Smash that like button. <laughs> send us a DM. At Inane Blather. Oh. There you go. Does Spotify work like that? No, I mean on Twitter. Where else would you be sending DMs? <laughs> That's Come what I'm on. saying. I'm like, I no, don't know. Or is it at Inane Blather on Instagram? I don't know. You're the one who served up. If or is it Inane Blather Pod? pod I think. Okay. Either way, we're easy to find because we're so ubiquitous in the online spheres. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, we had other stuff that we could talk about. Uh, this one won't have as meandering oh. of an introduction because we got that all out of the way. That's an boring. Hour ago. The weather was rainy and nice. Also yeah, today, it was all like things. Today. We were we hung out today. It's like wow, two weeks in a row. It's like yeah, they hung out and did yard work together. Yeah, planted <laughs> rose bushes and like, yeah, it was Easter. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Easter two weeks in a row for huh, them. I missed that. Very yeah. progressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I was going to say my campaign idea. We're talking about... We're talking about... (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Um, We're talking about uh, what politicians, you know, we were kind of talking about... You can um, scoot up your chair instead of your chin. We're talking... You make a better chair than a chin, (laughs) though. No, I don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's me. Um, Anyway. About... Like politicians and like what, like we, the last episode, it was like, what are they doing? Like they're just out there riling (laughs) up crowds. You do here. Yeah. And how, what they should be doing on their campaign trails. Oh, actually, that's what we're talking about. People switching parties. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also reading about that on the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) In between (laughs) episodes. On your toilet? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's where people that switch to the GOP go. My toilet. 
People have to flush that toilet 15 times. Just to jam that new North Carolina state senator down there. Trisha? You have to keep flushing. Yeah. No, that was another one this time. Oh, Trisha nice. already switched. <laughs> Swisha. Ugh, I hate that. I'm sorry oh, I said that. Man, you're but stupid. I'm really <laughs> reaching, but I would say... That went slightly better than the worst <laughs> it could have possibly gone. So, nice. Thank nice. you. Um, and you go to the other soundboard and say... Uh, that was, and I don't put this lightly, worse than 100 September 11th. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. And those both come from the same show. I love The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. uh, about people switching parties and then it being like, so why is that okay that people voted for a yeah. Democrat and after an election they switch? Is that what happens? Because that's mm-hmm. pretty unbelievable, honestly. Well, like, I was reading in Vox, uh, you know, and it's like, as I said, technically, I mean, it's still the same person. You can vote however you want. And partisanship, there's nothing about that, like in the rules. But, uh, and in North Carolina, in the state house, um, they even say, um, I would say, you know, that uh, that people cross party lines on individual votes a lot. And she didn't really even necessarily caucus with the Democrats while in the House. But it's like, but you know what? You know who knows about that? Nerds. Not just the people Politics. that voted for Polit- you. Some people I mean. voted for you because of the D next to your name. I was name. just going to say, if I voted for a Democrat and they switched parties, I would be so fucking yeah. mad if they switched the Republican Party that that's where my vote went. I'd be so fucking pissed because I'd be like, yeah, I voted for you because you're a Democrat because you're not a Republican because you're not like yeah. straight up in a fascist party. Like, you're just, that's literally you're just a the only shill. reason I vote for Democrats. Because there is literally because no other option. Because they aren't Republicans. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because it's legit the lesser of two evils. Yeah, she's been called on from donors. or I mean... Uh, by people to return donors money yeah it's like just imagine that and you know what you can't return the time of uh people that phone banked for you if you had to do that i mean it's a state house so whatever and because you know and what it's north carolina and i don't because, think they have phones there because <laughs> what they're doing it's not just crossing party lines it's radically going yeah. away from the values that you're saying you stand for especially now with the republicans being i mean they say they're way different than the Democrats. They yeah. fucking hate the Democrats and all this kind of stuff. So then for you to switch over to this party that is diametrically, ideologically opposed to you, what does that say about everything you said on the campaign trail and these people that are phone banking because they believe in good education yeah. for children? Or just someone handing out flyers for you because, um, I mean, because it's just a state house thing. But it's like, you know, you can't get that time back. Like, fuck you. And... uh and even um and even besides that point like um not just you know it flies in the face of what you campaign for and what that means about your values but also her case in particular making it a republican supermajority super like just taking that one state rep and saying all right it's just directly saying to the governor, all right, you can't do what you want anymore. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, we have a veto proof majority and they're Republicans. They're going to vote on the same bullshit anyway. Um, but what's, and it even says here in Vox, um, yeah, it's a dramatic departure from the platform on which she ran. 
She told the crowd that she no longer recognized the Democratic Party despite having campaigned as a Democrat and accepting donations from Democratic groups just months before. So it was last November mm, that she I got elected. changed anyway. her mind. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. I kept forgetting what year it is. Yeah, it was 2022. It was just the midterms. Like, it was just, oh, and they've changed so much since November. How? Fuck how, you. How have they changed? <laughs> yes, exactly. Explain it to me. Is it, is it the uh, indictment of Donald Trump? I don't know. Like, that's the only, like, uh, thing that wouldn't... You, you know, wouldn't have been touched on by campaigning, I guess, that you could be surprised by. And you don't have to agree with that. Like, the, plus that's, plus the indictment of Donald Trump isn't done by the Democrats, quote unquote. It's the New York State Attorney General. But anyway. And, um, I mean, like, I forgot what I was going to say. She first oh, I remember what the, I was going to say. The yeah. N-word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She joined the General Assembly in 2007 when she was appointed to fill a vacant Democratic seat. Both her parents are well-known figures in local Democratic politics, and those deep ties have caused a sense of bafflement and betrayal among her former supporters. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and you know, when in the last episode we're talking about, like, obvious corruption and stuff, it's like, you really have to think. What's really going on here? Did she get, like, a cushy job lined up already from some, uh, like, Republican operative? Think tank. What could possibly cause you to do this right here, right now? What could it be? Because it doesn't make any sense with this bullshit, I just don't recognize the party anymore. Well, you just got elected uh, running on their ticket, okay? What are you really talking about? Or is it just that absolute like um brazen corruption that she just literally it's got handed off. a bunch yeah. of money or something mm-hmm. like that I feel because like... it's crazy how much that happens so what i feel like is like so you don't recognize the republican party and so you're just yeah, you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna leave yeah there like uh so just like abandon all of those people and just be like, this is beyond any sort of, I just don't really get like, I would like for them to go like into more detail about what they don't recognize well, about it. And like what people are voting for the people that she represents and stuff and how she's just saying they're fucking stupid. Evidently her own constituents because they're voting Democrat, yeah. but whatever I, this is what I was thinking about campaigning and why it's, wow. they have a veto proof majority uh, against uh, Governor Cooper now, and it's been a thing with this. They already had the majority, and Governor <gasps> Cooper has vetoed 76 bills so far. This is South Carolina? North Carolina. Oh. Ooh, I was just thinking about South Carolina. You're trying like, to... oh, thank God. No, it I mean, doesn't matter. South no. <laughs> Carolina trying to introduce legislation about the death penalty for abortions and stuff like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's fucking uh, freaks. Fucking freaks. God. Yeah. So, okay, this brings me to my point. Most people in America, in South Carolina, in Louisiana, in oh. Mississippi, all these places... And, uh, sorry, I just realized, it's like, oh, yeah, North Carolina is the one that went through all that crazy limits on the governor's power after Mm. they came into office and decided to just vote to take a bunch of the governor's power away. Yeah. That's crazy. And now he has, like, he's just limp-dicked. What is he going to do? 
<laughs> He's like, I guess I'm in charge of the state police. That's yeah. It. <laughs> anyway, it's so what were you Viagra. saying? Oh, those those different states. Oh, just dip, no. No matter what state you're in, um, pretty much nobody supports the death penalty for um, women who seek abortions. Yeah. Like the vast majority of Americans believe that abortion access or people should have access to abortion. <laughs> um, really digging for gold there. <laughs> Ooh, boy. You're trying um, to give it some levity. Yeah. Like, just that people agree, because there's polling and stuff. So what I think is that people, when they're campaigning, campaigns should have to be run differently. Not just campaign finance. Like, what you're out there doing is you should be out there. You should have to have... I've always been like, why can't people be, like, taking tests before they're running for office or whatever <laughs> and, like, have those test scores posted and see what these Ooh, idiot... Them. Yeah, Like, you don't what... have to pass it. We just want to see. Because that would be limiting, yeah, mm-hmm. our freedoms or whatever. Sure. And just leave, uh, limiting democracy, really. Um, but yeah. Oh, man, that'd be well, funny. Or have people have to A have... Publicly available like, results on like uh, like people's answers on ideological on like, questions. Yeah, on like or, civics questions and things yeah. like that. Or like you have to come out... They have sort of like these vague plans about what they're going to focus on. But they should really have... It's like if you're going to be running for office, you really have have some plans set out and do a lot of polling during like your... Like they CNN and all this kind of crap does polling. But like a better way of really... Like what these constituents Reaching really want, like yeah. what and see what they really think about these bills or uh, proposed sort of um, ideas for the future, yeah. and how much they agree with them, and really having to well, be held. Some do, but really held to that. Yeah, having some sort of standard for problem. this is what people want, and it, as much so, all if you do, if all you do is throw out <laughs> vague bullshit, you can just pretty much do whatever you want and never be held accountable. Yeah, when the whole point is like you're supposed to and be then representing. You'll get reelected because yeah. you're an incumbent. Yeah. <laughs> so it should be. I really Ugh. think it's like if your polling is lower than a certain amount, then get the fuck out. Like yeah. legitimately, because or at least like. Yeah, I mean, or do something different because then you have to focus on how the polls are conducted and all this. But yeah, it's like there's so much just making it easier to there recall are institutes people that do polling if if more of the electorate or if more of the people participated That's in democracy just that saying it would make a big as difference. more of just than one vote that you have to do maybe it's like sort of a process like a kind of a conversation because it's supposed to be representative so maybe they have to kind of know how we feel about it rather than checking one stupid box one time every four years for the leader of our nation without really <laughs> yeah. any sort of understanding about what they're actually going to fucking do ever about anything maybe having these dialogues and really actually addressing what people are wanting and like if it's saying over 70% of Americans don't think Roe versus Wade should have been overturned and people yeah. should have a federal protection. Then it shouldn't for, even be on the table. Then it should <laughs> not even be on the table at all. If yeah. You can do good polling. There are institutes that do unbiased research. There are ways that you can conduct these kinds of things to get very representative samples of what a population believes in and you should be held to that yeah. because we have the tools now you don't have to send a fucking carrier pigeon to be like no i think women <laughs> should die mike tyson yeah. <laughs> it should be but there we're should not be ways electing mike tyson to secretary of the pigeonry <laughs> yeah not yet <laughs> yeah he's on his way <laughs> but it just seems like they should have to be held accountable in a more objective way there are ways to like really use numbers to put the pressure on them it's like to do something you like you have to yeah. If your job, you're at a job 
and you're like fucking up all the time and constantly doing a <laughs> yes. bad job, you get fired. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what happens because you're supposed to be having some sort of quality to your work or whatever. Like yeah. that's the job, you know, that's or whatever. The job. It just doesn't you're seem supposed to at least be getting neutral or positive feedback if on you what you're doing. Have a less than fifty percent <laughs> approval rate. You're why? out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why are you there? And I mean, there's something to be said for people making a difficult decisions that can, I mean, and then it's all filtered through the lens of politics and the media that can make good decisions look bad in the eyes of many people. But it, it goes both ways, too, where it's like people... But that's just fucking over their own constituents. That's why politicians should have to be like, like these guys running away from reporters and stuff like that. You're out. You have to answer the questions. Like that should take those elevators out of the capital. Legitimately, (laughs) it's like no. You have to answer these questions. That is your job. You're here. You're a public servant, motherfucker. Or at least if it's one of their from their constituents. (laughs) Well, but how else are we supposed to? Oh, vote once every however many years. You can't like you can write them, I guess. Like, no, I'm they saying care, like but... get the reporters out, and if it's a constituent asking them a question, they have to answer. And oh yeah, and then they yell back at them in town halls and like get into arguments with them and yeah. stuff like that. And hopefully that uh, brings their approval rating down, and then they're out. Of no, there. I mean it, it just seems like a way for just and more. And the other guy in the town hall is like, leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, leave him alone. <laughs> no, just really a lot more accountability in those kinds of ways where because elections obviously it's so stupid to think that they're going to hold them accountable no, I say because because <laughs> i don't know where it is uh, it's <laughs> in the d's yeah it's uh it's just you know i'm all i think about is democracy <laughs> simply doesn't work but and i for one welcome our new ant okay uh, insect overlords so oh, one thing, what is it? The Citizens United ruling? Is that mm. what made corporations people or whatever? Mm. That's like... Kind of in a way. Yeah, yeah. that's like a big ruling. Like a, a um, precedent that we set for <laughs> yeah. like the way that we move forward with like uh, political yeah, donations and of stuff. not getting rid of uh, uh, the... You know, speaking of the Supreme Court and not getting rid of people that are engaging in corrupt practices, impeach Clarence, Clarence Thomas... Thomas. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, oh, and the fact that that's filtered through politics, where we even have to worry about the fact that AOC is championing that cause because it will turn some people away from reality that this is. And they start with, <laughs> anyway, oh man, disc too slow. Oh man, that's a good one. What a joke! <laughs> I know. I told a really good joke, but it contained. It definitely <laughs> contained the N word. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, guys. I had to cut it that's out of the, the show. Joke. Oops. No, that. Yeah, that's the joke. It's the N word. <laughs> These people are sick. <laughs> I love that drop. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry about that. And I was getting fired up. But <coughs> and also I was I kept uh, kind of derailing oh, stuff because I want to keep things a little light. No. Oh. Well, I mean, I need to return to normalcy. No, I'm just oh, kidding. No, God. no, no. Yeah. No, just because I'm always 
yeah, don't want it. Uh, doesn't matter. What were you saying? About those representatives in Tennessee that were expelled. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, which is like, okay, so what I think <laughs> about this is that... Now, um, that's democracy at work. Oh. Wow, I'm surprised I didn't yeah, hit any I of those. Yeah, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was buttons because of just the the word. I thought it meant they were like kicked out of just like the seating of the like, house for the, for the day, day or something. No, they're not their representatives yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. That is fucking there was insane. Two black men and a white woman, and guess who wasn't expelled? Yeah. That first black guy, right? Yeah, it was like, duh. Black guys get away with everything. (laughs) I was, God. Yeah, and that they even called out, that someone called out on the floor saying, oh, she did. She did. She said it's because of the color of her skin. Mm -hmm. And And, I mean, shouldn't shouldn't those, those votes be public already? Like, we know, we should be able to know who switched their votes, right? Because oh, who voted to on... vote to expel it, they voted to expel one guy, but not her. Mm-hmm. Hey, come here. I want to talk to you. You're a racist. <laughs> hey, yeah. buddy. Hey, buddy. I want you to talk to me. I've got all of your constituents behind me right uh-huh. now. We want to talk to you really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hey, just buddy. Have a here. conversation. <laughs> you know, we just uh, we just want to talk, talk to my fucking dick. Yeah, and I... by that I mean this fucking baseball bat because <laughs> nice. that's what you do. You hold a baseball bat, you put it in front of your crotch, and you say, "Hey, look at my dick." <laughs> <laughs> I got wood. <laughs> do you understand? I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And yes, my dick is small. <laughs> but I just uh, it's getting really for okay. Are things getting worse right now? Peacefully protesting. Is it Joe Biden's because fault? No. <laughs> the number one cause of death for youth in america okay mm-hmm. for people under the age of 19 because 19 aren't youth people under the age of 19 um and there was just a school shooting in nashville like two weeks ago it mm-hmm. killed three six-year-olds mm-hmm. uh and they were peacefully protesting and because of the decorum and, or whatever yeah. they're fucking talking it's about like, that's fine, what's important i'll accept that they broke rules i'll accept that they broke rules or maybe even laws um but no you don't you don't encroach on democracy like that and take away people's representatives when that's the only democracy we have in places in most of the country is representative democracy i don't even care like that's an argument for another day where it's like you know uh, basic rules as i was just saying get these guys out of here or something like that yeah whatever (laughs) it's like but no to take away you you know remember (laughs) Remember in fucking 2017, that guy in Montana punched a reporter in front of everyone and oh, went yeah. to jail for assault and battery and remained their representative mm. because you can go to jail and still continue. Like, I mean, even like uh, Trump and stuff, even if he went to prison, I would still feel like, sure, he can run. I'm not going to take that away from anyone. I think everyone yeah, who's gone to jail sure. or is should breaking vote. laws or anything should be able to vote. Mm-hmm. They should be able to run. I mean, it should probably like metaphorically bar you from being elected as in like people sh- probably shouldn't vote for you. <laughs> but that's sure. up to them. Yeah. And like to remove people. <sighs> that's crazy. Okay. And remove- not only that, but then afterwards, like at least that one guy 
um, I was going to say, his name's Justin, but both guys' names were Justin, I'm pretty oh, sure. That's yeah, funny. or something like that. Um, but that one guy, yeah, him uh, talking with like the reporter's scrum, while you could still hear people chanting and stuff out there, he was so awesomely well-spoken. Did you see that one that Mm-mm. I sent to the group? Oh, man, maybe I'll even find it. But, um, but like, and it's like, oh, my God. Now, since I don't know anything about Tennessee politics, that's the guy you kicked out. This guy looks like and sounds like he could be president in, you know, uh, a couple terms. He's fucking badass. And the other guy who I heard speaking on the floor, really, really good speech, too. And it's like, so there's no there's no way around this. You guys are fucking freaks. All I think like, about these and stupid... everyone from Tennessee... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the stupid rules about decorum, I think, is the stupidest bullshit ever. It's so incredibly antiquated, and it seems just so, like, get over yourselves. You know what your job title is? You're a servant. Clean my room, bitch. No, I mean, but legit, it's like, what are you... Because that's what servants do. The way that they act, like, that they're so much better than us mm-hmm. and like the decorum stuff i really i really think it's stupid it's like, like the way that you they know have what? to i would kind of see it that way if you guys did your jobs if you actually did sure, like yeah did the job of you know quote unquote safeguarding our democracy keeping things running and progressing our country and attempting to and possibly making it one of the greatest countries on earth then yeah, what you guys do is amazing and it's better than what I do or whatever. But you don't. No, none of you do. Like, and the people who maybe would be part of doing it because no individual can do it mm-hmm. are like independents, like Bernie yeah, like or Kristen people Cinema. that aren't going to get something done anyway. Um, but here, let's see I'm if I can get part of this. Right now let's hear what he has to say. Okay, let's see here. In order that the International Rifle Association We're just going to listen to this whole thing. ...continue to be able to have control over our legislation. What's going through my mind right now is we need to fight for democracy in the state of Tennessee, and we need people not only just to vote, but people to show up and speak out so that we can end the gun violence epidemic that's happening in our state. This is wrong, this is unjust, and this is not the way that it has to be. There is a better way for us to live, and we don't mm-hmm. have to live this way. But the Republican Party of the state of Tennessee want to keep things if you want to fight to change it, if you want to help to make this place a better place, you have to use your voice, you have to use your power, and yes, sometimes you've got to get expelled. Mm-hmm. Sir, sends you back. Are you going to take the The injustices that are happening here must change, and I'll continue to fight, and my family will continue to fight to make it the place that it ought to be. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hear some of this. I love you. I thank you for believing that changing and fighting to change the status quo is the right thing to do. Changing the status quo. And our values. We knew that we were going to have our ancestors with us. We knew that we were not going to yield to injustice. And we will not yield because there's too much at stake. We see gun violence every single day. We have too many loved ones that we're putting in the ground. And these folks up here treat things like it's business as usual. It is not business as usual. Our lives are at stake. Mm-hmm. And we fight for our lives just like they're fighting for the NRA. Yes. Sir, do this again. If you can keep standing up there at the well with the bull and doing that 
Yes. Resisting the status quo, built the United States of America into the institution oh. that it is, and it's my ancestors' resistance that got me here. And so I will not forget them or forget the struggles of people, especially children who march, children who are beaten by dogs, children who are beaten. If I gotta get expelled, I'll take that. Why do you think that you and Justin Jones were expelled, but Gloria Johnson was not expelled? You cannot ignore the racial dynamic of what happened today. Two young black lawmakers get expelled, and the one white woman does not. That's a statement in and of itself. Right. Be back. I believe Memphis and Millington gonna send us back. We're gonna keep fighting for our communities because the status quo is not working. It's yes. We can mm. never normalize the, the tyranny of the way that these people in positions of power are operating due to white supremacy and due to the maintenance of patriarchy. That's mm-hmm. what we're up against. But we are going to fight it because we believe that there is a future that we yeah. can live into that is better than the present that we currently have. So, see, and it's like, and so I would say even past the racism, which is obviously present, it's like, hmm. He sounds like a leftist. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like... I was just thinking, <sighs> you know what? He's a representative from Tennessee. And you know what that shows me? Is exactly what I've been saying. It's exactly what I say at work. Is that so many people, no matter what state you're in, really, like, believe in the same things. You yeah. know, like... then the, And I've seen some things before, too, about, like... Think of these red states as red states. But it's, like, it's actually a bunch of, like liberals or democrats well, or whatever blue, blue people being city. but being held hostage by like republicans there's so many people that are not being represented and yeah look at when Let's they are look being at him he just looks fucking badass yeah. when they are being represented afro. not for long <laughs> like that's what happens their voices yeah. are totally taken away just, and it just reinforces yeah. the idea that we have about these places you know yeah like, and but it's just man and hearing him talk where it's like Oh my God, how, like, it's just cuts even harder where it's like, how many people that think like him, let alone speak like him, uh, are even are there like that actually finally get into positions like this. And now he's kicked out someone who's saying even just basic stuff for us mm-hmm. or for the oh so intelligent listeners of this show mm-hmm. but like uh the so so uh, intelligent <laughs> oh yeah i meant so so not oh so yeah. no but uh yeah oh so that's that's uh bear in spanish <laughs> um but uh yeah they have the intelligence of a bear <laughs> and half the cle the tree climbing ability no but someone like that who's saying like the status quo is not working. The status quo is killing people. The status quo, you know, relates to white supremacy and the patriarchy. continuation of the patriarchy mm-hmm. and like these things that. Uh, and, and for one thing, he's doing all this just yelling it off the dome to these people because he knows it and he believes, believes it, it mm-hmm. and he feels it mm-hmm. and. It's all, and on top of that, it's all true. Like, you can't argue with this fucking guy. I don't give a shit well, who you are. That's the thing that's and getting the me. The whole line of, we need to, what was it? Uh, we need to work as hard as they are working for oh, the NRA. Yeah. 
And like, and then a guy like this, I mean, two guys like this, it's just that one really got to me because he's just spitting and fire. Also, it's like, okay, again, it's like this thing we were talking about. It's like, so what would it take? What would it take um, for like them to not be worried about the decorum and bullshit like that? Um, so it's not children being murdered. That doesn't matter. Okay. That is not worth. That's their stance. Yeah. Children. Let's just go from there. So what would it take? Yeah. What is worse than children being literally gunned down at school? Kindergartners. This is at like a preschool through sixth grade school. Uh, these are babies getting absolutely slaughtered, yeah. going to school to get an education. Like, yeah, bye, babe. Love yeah, you. Have a good day. Yeah, all three kids in the Nashville shooting were all nine years old. Oh, I thought or they were six. Or six, yeah. Six Sandy years Hook old, and it was had six some people five, total. Yeah, three teachers, I think, and three, yeah. three children, babies, like legit little babies that are mm-hmm. like missing teeth and like bright little sweet little yeah. delights of their parents in case people don't know that like... <laughs> listen to this show but everyone that listens is our friends <laughs> anyway but it's like i have a nine-year-old yeah I like have two nieces <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i mean something like that happened i don't know i mean anyone would say i don't know what i would do i would it's like i probably know what i would do i would commit an act of terrorism yeah, I mean, I like, have nothing to live for. I don't give a shit about you. That's no, what it, it seems <laughs> no, like. But it's what like, are people like? What are people supposed to do? Like when we're talking about, it's like these are kids. Please do something. Like how else can we beg? Yeah, there is only so I mean, much the you can do. President cried on national television after one of the first Sandy big ones, Hook. and that was eleven years ago. Yeah, and what do people have to do? And you know how angry should it make you is my question like with people like commenting on you know protests getting out of control and like the you know the quote the riots or the language of the unheard or whatever blah, blah, blah. because it's like so how angry should i be about children being mutilated beyond recognition to where you have to be dna tested to see what child was shot up in this you know elementary school shooting how mad should that make me should it make me um just be like wow that's a bummer i guess i'll just vote yeah <laughs> i mean shouldn't you be like well but you know what even, even imagine what the french people thing, would be doing right now yeah. their country would They're be like 62 they would no, be 65. like atom bomb on themselves <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm taking you all with me um yeah. no but even besides the gun control debate like the expulsion thing is horrible no matter what because oh, even yeah. if it's some psychopath who was um who was there as a representative of their constituents protesting and breaking decorum rules because they were passing gun control and they're one of those like, no, we need to arm teachers instead. Don't take away my guns. I would still think it's bad for you to expel them. Like if they're a fucking Nazi, they've Mm. been elected here Nazis don't get elected. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, there's some here and there that you can call Nazis. But if it's someone like, uh, and so often those people get elected under false pretenses or where we're talking about just lying and just getting elected like so many do. But like this guy seems like a pretty good representative, especially if you're not a big businessman getting elected. Like it's based on people wanting you to represent them 
I don't care if your view is completely opposite of mine. I don't see why any form of protest, unless you murdered someone in the house or something. Yeah. Then it's like, no, we can't have you here anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, or you raped three people Mm -hmm. in the Capitol building. It's like, okay, well, you can't be the representative because you can't be here for votes. So we're going to have to let you go. You have to go deal with this from prison. Okay. And you can, uh, you can run for something else in a different Capitol building somewhere else after you've done your time. Yeah, You know, it's like, expulsion it just doesn't make any sense to me and so it's like there's the racism aspect but to even get to that point of bringing it to a vote to show like the racist part of it um i think it's really the leftist thing because we're seeing something like that Mm -hmm. he's saying just some real shit like i said he's spitting Mm -hmm. talking about civil disobedience all the arguments that i got in with people a, a couple of weeks ago about how They just seriously don't get it. Like, just the little that I know about the 1960s and the shit that was going on and the things that had to happen to get any sort of changes and that also cemented reactionaries' views on progressive movements big time because leftists uh, burned down buildings and murdered cops, you know, and set off bombs and stuff like that. Or... I mean, it was just seriously violent clashes and stuff, and now it's just called riots and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Uh, So, speaking of Tennessee, I recently signed a a Nashville record contract. So, I'm... Five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kingbird sitting on the telephone wire. Chicago. No, um... One uh, that we didn't bring up in the last episode that I had sent you this and to see if you wanted to talk about it, or at least I could read this and just move on. But I had been sitting there thinking about, um, that's why I said, speaking of Tennessee, I wrote something about rural areas, even though we're talking about the guy from Memphis getting kicked out of the the state house. It's like a a town of literally like 1,000 times more people than where I live. Yeah, (laughs) Not quite, but... Right? What would that be? That'd be like three million. Yeah, there's not that many people. In no, this. definitely not. <laughs> um, but uh, how do I write this? And just so people know, when I'm changing the subject or reading from my notes, and I say, "Hey, I wrote this down," uh, it sounds stupid because I'm reading it word for word. <laughs> Oh, how I wish I could believe her. Understand that. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, how I feel every time you read yeah, from This thing's notes. worrying me after that. Disc last problem too that slow. Disc too slow. Um, <laughs> what I say to that is... L M F A O. I couldn't swipe in time to not have some sort of filler. Yeah, but you didn't say it in the microphone anyway, so who cares? Yeah, no. Like I was always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, so I said, so... we know that being around people, especially of diverse backgrounds, is a key factor in developing empathy and in turn becoming more progressive mm-hmm. or, you know, being on the same page as us smarty pants, more privileged open-minded. white people mm-hmm. that are progressives mm-hmm. and have like, you know, stickers on their cars. Who cares? But. Um, let me pause this for one sec. Mm-hmm. It's very cringe when you do that. 
as soon as I clicked record again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I did it on purpose. Um, <laughs> rural peoples are often left out of this, and that's why the collective nation of rural people in the USA is pretty much the modern American South. You know, we talk about the difference yeah. between conservatives mm-hmm. and all that, or different red states. It's like, no, class, as you've probably maybe? been told a billion mm-hmm. times, it's rural versus urban pretty much you rural know. versus urban ermigird <laughs> ermigird the rural urban um how can we change this how can we bring yeah so and it's like and that leads to you know less progressive areas being rural right and it leads to cities being more progressive and stuff that's a big factor just being exposed to other people, being exposed to more ideas, more types of people, uh, you know, gaining more empathy through this, um, or, you know, uh, more money, more uh, wealth and equality, just visible on a daily basis, things like that, all sorts of reasons. But how can we change this? How can we bring these slack-jawed rednecks out of the Dark Ages? That's right. I said, just kidding. Mm, <laughs> but uh, not to be classist about it. Right, um, you didn't say toothless. That's classes. They're slack jawed. It's probably ableist, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, I guess um, slack jawed, mouth breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, how can we? Yeah, how can we help reveal to workers uh, outside of cities? That they are just as exploited as, for example, city factory workers or Starbucks employees or Uber drivers um, who are, you know, trying to do things like create unions. Wow, I didn't read it word for word there. Um, (laughs) Rural culture can be so reactionary and conservative, and that's not just for white people, although, yes, it mostly is. This would be a noble outcome of the Internet. Opening people's eyes to other cultures and ideas when they live so far from bustling cities. Like, it's, yeah, we're so connected, you know. I mean, that should, why can't that be alleviated, this issue, um, via the internet? Even though it's virtual, it's not as good, but still, it's like, oh, you don't live around a bunch of people. You're connected to 7 billion people because you have a phone in your pocket. But um, that would be a noble outcome of the internet opening people's eyes to other cultures and ideas when they live so far from bustling cities. Yet, we all know what the internet actually does. Mm -hmm. And instead of being more progressive, an ill-informed working-class slob will instead have deranged views on AOC, you know, even though they don't live in New York City or anything. Um, Small towns could be, and sometimes are, shining examples of communal relationship building and loving humanity, Yet we are propagandized and divided, pitted against each other by the capitalist forces that also extract our labor and free time, guiding us to blame either each other's consumption habits or political leanings for our own daily woes. And it's like, yeah, that's... Woes. <laughs> woes. Our daily woes, yeah, bro. That's why oh you're having God. a daily woe right now. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm like... Bra, <laughs> and you're like drugs are fun. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, was... I could I could hear how dank that bud is. Um, <laughs> that's Excuse some me. kind flower. Well, <laughs> <Nice. laughs> oh, I can't reach um, the ashtray. I'm just gonna ash this on the floor. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Well, what do you think? 
Um, I think that it goes back to what we were talking about last episode, um, is education. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's part of it. That's a huge part of it, about the funding of public education. Talking about rural communities in America, Mm. you're talking poverty. Maybe it's not just... Yeah, but still... You're talking the inability to critically think. You're talking a less... You're just not getting as good of an education Mm -hmm. if you're in a rural... Some of these places are really poor. Talk about West Virginia and stuff like that. where I live here... This is nothing... Where you live... Not this city... Well, but right next door, I mean, it's still like more red state country rural mm-hmm. type because of these same issues. Because even because even the metro area that I live next to, the Tri Cities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as I dox myself, no, I just don't live in the Tri Cities. But um, it's like that's a lot of people and stuff. But it's all spread out. Um, it's three cities. It's three cities. There's all these reasons. It's there's no, uh, urban, uh, center in Mm -hmm. in where we are. And I think it's not. And so there's still that non urban, um, like, uh, structure, but there are, there's good education. There are rich schools here and stuff. So I'm saying it's not just when we're looking at, these social forces that get people um, to naturally become more progressive. It's those things outside of just education. Of course, that's a big thing, but it's like, how can we connect people in a way, you know, so that um, no matter like, I know the answer. It's better public transportation. It's high speed trains and stuff. Mm. So people in rural areas can go to big cities. Actually, like here you have to drive, what, three and a half hours to get to Seattle. You have to cross a mountain pass. It's not really feasible in the wintertime a lot or not smart if you have to get back in time. You know, pass could close at any time sometimes. Yeah, in the American West. You yeah. have to go far to get anywhere. Big states, lots of ground, <laughs> lots of yeah. space out here. Of, I don't uh, feel like my state's very big because we if, live near California. If you could hop on a train you can and fit all of New England Washington here, is huge. Yeah, <laughs> um, you could if you could get on a train and visit some of these places for like an afternoon or an evening. You didn't have to yeah. drive. You didn't have to deal if with we traffic. Were more physically connected. Maybe somehow. people would be able to go. It's like yeah, I'd like to go. There's a show I'd like to go to, or for like every type. There's yeah. and rest restaurants and things like that and then you would just get that natural exposure to like gay people and like you know things like Like that the culture of the gays well just even (laughs) just walking around in seattle and just seeing how different everyone is the way that people what people are doing you know how they're dressed what they're just everything like all the different restaurants all the friends in these places no, nah, I'm saying no, I'm and that kidding. makes yeah. these connections. Absolutely. Yeah, that's funny how it's like, yeah, not a first thing that pops mind. Because it's like, yeah, just there's this disconnect. Um, like us, <clears throat> us rural peoples Folks, um, in this very broad ones. way of looking at it. But yeah, non-urban uh, and I don't use mean as a euphemism. About a no. metropolitan, a major <laughs> no, but metropolitan it's like all area. Of us are yeah. being yeah, um, like somehow like uh, yeah, metaphorically cordoned off from the things that um, 
propel us forward. And like, I don't know, uh, unless you're a, a, a super villain or crazy fascist, like any way that it's on your mind and in your you know, your basic values uh, in terms of how you view your nation and all that stuff. Anything going to, going forward is better. Like, you're you're wanting to move forward. You want to improve things. Progress? Like, yeah, the opposite of progress. conservatism, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's like, um, to get, to connect us, you know, because it's like, I'm probably I I am nobody, and I'm probably the most radical person in my town. <laughs> radical, <laughs> and I don't You're do anything. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, um, but I mean, radically left at, yeah. at least. Yeah, I'm sure there's some radical right people around here. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But um, it's like, uh, yeah, we need some sort, like you're saying, yeah, some sort of physical connection to make people see to be able the to actual class it. connections mm-hmm. that we have and say, oh, yeah, it should be better for us. Mm-hmm. It should be, but it's not like, hey, but I like this. I like where I'm at. It's like, no, but because you're not thinking about how the world and your um, fellow classmates, mm-hmm. you know, if we're talking about the working classmates yeah. should have things better. For like, sure. It's, you know, man, capitalism just just, really does that to people. And I was just thinking, Washington is a good, I mean, it's so easy of an example because it's not just like, I mean, a lot of places like there's a city and then all around it is kind of, you know, red or whatever. But Washington, there is a real divide too between um, the states like the West Side. There is a real attitude for both people. Yeah. West siders to east siders, east siders to west siders for sure. Um, because people on the east side are thinking the whole entire west side is Seattle, and it's like, no, there's like Aberdeen or they're your kind of folk <laughs> yeah. here for sure. Yeah. But there are still very, there's a lot of rural areas on that side just where most people but just live. The fact that it's Seattle a little bit more but, connected to those mm-hmm. areas, it's still like more democrat leaning where stuff i live like that. which would be you know like if it was any further away from seattle i mean i know that it's like that's why we have pride and multicultural events yeah. like we don't at the place where we grew up you know here in eastern washington <laughs> it's or it's like close you know it's like sort of similar to that reminds me a lot yeah. and i'm like just how much closer we are where i live now oh, to like yeah. the future you know yeah. it's because of our proximity to Seattle's like 45 minutes away yeah. and that's absolutely a huge part of it. It's not yeah. a, a And you still by the yeah, you're in a small town that's mm-hmm. a ways off of the the uh it's main out freeway. In the yeah. Yeah. Um but but yeah, yet it's so much further ahead uh, on social issues then it's like or counterparts just over here. even talking about this stuff or discussing There's it. There's pride like, flags all over where I live. Imagine over here? It's pride like... here in my town. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no <laughs> no exactly uh yeah oh man yeah yeah actually that was a whole thing with the previous people in uh the um the chamber of commerce uh you know city volunteer planning stuff that i'm involved in like mm-hmm. there was fights about this bitch ass right wing lady that was uh, on the board before i was ever there i would hear about it from my ex-wife and 
Yeah, I mean, people would shoot literally. I mean, just total Fox News head would get in fights about how she didn't want the Chamber of Commerce even like having a like a. The, it was all started with inane like pride flag in the your Facebook avatar that people do mm. during Pride Month or something like that, where it's like, who are you? Where are you from? And it's like, oh, that's right. A bunch of people are like you, just self-defeating. You're living with them. Like, uh, yeah, like where it's like, why? Why do you have anything against any marginalized group? You live in a shithole with me. We live in the same Mm shithole. We're both working class. Like, it's uh, instead of us being connected... Like, it's such a stupid thing. Like, we're just being so divided. But it's true. Like, capitalism and the capitalist Mm. media, like, really sows division. It just makes so much money. And it's so much easier to exploit all of us out here in the sticks, you know, when we're like that. When we have, I mean, was it Lyndon Johnson, you know, or whatever? Like, convince any white man, you know, that uh, black man's below him, he'll empty his pockets for you or whatever, Mm -hmm. that stuff. Like, (sighs) and it's, you know, what's. We need help. And what's a bummer is how much. Even uh, talking about how the internet doesn't help that much, we don't get very good internet in a lot of places. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Capitalism. Puritans. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Puritans with your lack of high speed internet in rural areas in America. What's up with that? (laughs) And that's capitalism too. Yeah. ISPs. What I feel like is it's a bummer that it holds us back so much. Like, where, okay, so like Washington is a great example. People over here, farmers, there's a lot of agriculture. It's mm-hmm. a lot of agriculture. That's yeah. what it is. And and how they're so like, oh, these West Side, blah, 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 liberals and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, there's people living over here. There's like scientists and stuff like yeah. that. Like really like doing the work to be like more efficient at like what you guys do. It, and Washington State University. Like, yeah, I mean, on. and they just... That's like, way out and literally just in the middle of a bunch of farmland. Oh, man, that is way out there. But <laughs> And it's a bunch of Marxist college people. Yeah, but they have, like, this attitude about, like, higher education or whatever and all these kinds of things that go into these different differing attitudes when it's, like, all of these resources and stuff that's, like, over on the West Side, say, like, these institutes and all these scientists mm-hmm. and doing research and crap like that and how they could you know, work with these farmers who have all this actual knowledge about how to do things and things like that and combine forces and make like a nice, better society (laughs) instead of being like, I don't want any of these. (laughs) Like just how much could come of the blend of these things that we have to offer instead of it being a division, it being a strength. And this is Tucker Carlson. Instead, nothing to do with them. Yeah, I don't why, want my tax dollars going to them, and I want to close the borders, even though I employed uh, 90% of my employees are illegal immigrants. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a bummer that, uh, and that's, hey, that we're that's so, capitalism. That we're so easily propagandized, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Although, see, that's where the education comes in, is that being out here with less of a connection to broader working class humanity 
you know, um, makes us so easily propagandized to and so easily divided um, from, you know, what we see as the elite ruling class when it's like, they have, like Hassan always says, they have class solidarity. Those guys, yeah, the mm-hmm. capitalists have class solidarity, but uh, they make it so easy for us to, like, not even come close to getting along between east side and the west side you know like you're saying even though it's like no we're it's a lot of workers there's farm workers there's people that amazon workers like (laughs) yeah it's like if you're a mechanic you know working on tractors or something like that and making a decent living who are you to (laughs) to be a conservative i don't get it like come back actually literally what seems stupid at first come back and and let's argue about like moral and social conservatism or something like that first instead of like you know being voting to lower taxes on billionaires and making sure that uh you know anything can be done to stop all the wokeness in Seattle and stuff it's like there are issues that we have in common that are and may be shaping the outcomes of our lives over and over again and making it so that you'll never live the life that you potentially could, then none of us will Mm -hmm. because of of this issue, because of a lack of class solidarity across these stupid party lines that happen because we're not educated enough to mm-hmm. see, to have media literacy, to not be propagandized to. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the ability to get to yeah. have experiences very oh, easily yeah. and, and with other diverse of, yeah, um, being divided, mm-hmm. just physically, proactively mm-hmm. uh, coming together mm-hmm. on top of that. Yeah. And you know what's annoying about farmers being conservative is how <laughs> much the government huh? props up the entire agriculture oh, yeah. industry, which as it fucking should, it's food, guys. <laughs> yes. That's like one of the most basic things we should have access to because, yeah, you know, we kind of die. Food. Pretty cheap. <laughs> I think it should be as cheap as it possibly can possibly be. I think the profit motive and should be. If you can't afford that, it should be given to you. Yeah, and if you can't afford that, what does that say hmm. about a lot about of other things? You, yeah, no. you fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, that's our take. <laughs> if you're poor, die. Yeah, if you're poor, suck a dick, dumb shit. <laughs> that's your lunch. <laughs> then maybe I'll give you some food. <laughs> yeah. Coke coconut island yeah (laughs) do you want to get it just in case this not that we've been having any technical problems (laughs) but uh you know i know i did well luckily we did because earlier you were saying (laughs) the n-word no it was a joke (laughs) when i said that no (laughs) no we were talking about me saying that do i want to what Cut it. Stop the episode. Oh, I just was making... Seemed... Scared. What? <laughs> that it was just Oh, gonna... I just keep looking. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's okay. just going to be a really choppy, crappy episode. <laughs> oh, Who okay. cares? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> he was just like cutting Who into the cares? middle of a conversation that we're having. Yeah. No, I think we did pretty good with it, but it's, it's not going to sound great. But that happens. Um, 
Oh, man. I had so much more. Okay, let's do a third episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say before we're done, speaking of... Speaking of exactly what we were just saying, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So I was uh, driving down one of the more bustling streets in the Tri-Cities um, and st- uh, was sitting in traffic at a stoplight. And this guy, this guy was uh, just marching around back and forth. I don't He was saying some stuff. Uh, especially if he would catch someone's eye and stuff. He had a big sign mm-hmm. that said, uh, in all caps, Impeach Biden over Mexico border crisis. That's how he was spending his day. Huh. Some guy you know, in Richland, Washington, you know wants what? us to impeach Biden over the Mexico border crisis. I mean... I don't agree with the border situation either. <laughs> I'll be... And you know what? I admire this guy. It is guy. a crisis that is not open. You know what? He's really... Yeah. I think we might disagree about what the crisis is, but yeah. um, that I think... I'm like, you go, bro. Keep those... Get those borders open. Yeah. I should have said something. I admire someone What's who goes out do? and does something, you know? No, he goes exactly. Out there it's like... But it just shows the reason that he's... That's what Has he's a doing. Cry for help Shows on the streets. Really, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like. He's but so vulnerable out there. <laughs> of exactly what we're talking about, like why impeach Biden over the Mexico border crisis? Like, even if you could say that there's uh, a crisis, which there is, it's a humanitarian crisis, like at all times, because we have a huge bureaucracy in the way of uh, refugees finding shelter in this, the greatest country on earth. You know, it's like, yeah, that's a crisis. We should be helping these people much faster. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. We shouldn't view. be like splitting up families and stuff. Yeah. We should be, we shouldn't be like, uh, you know, propping up uh, coup d'etats in Central America that start uh, decades long <coughs> struggles refugee and mm-hmm. refugee crises crises oh crisis end up sending people to us and then we don't want them here and then we have a really <laughs> cruel way of looking at them when it's like why can't they come to america uh, i don't understand what but, the problem is and also just yeah where biden's wanting to do um trump era policy of like or did they reinstitute it where you have to check in as a refugee at every country you go through on your way to america Mm -hmm. otherwise you don't count as a refugee like when you come here and they can just turn you away when Uh, you're asking for refugee status which is so unnecessarily like does too already though but man either way that aside the (coughs) the policies whatever we don't discuss policies okay too hard we've been known to stinky (laughs) too small But I looked at that guy and I was like, oh my God, he admitted. No, but but just like you're that politically active up here in your brain hole, Mm -hmm. you know, like that into it, yet at the same time, you've missed the mark so badly. You're just a a white guy obviously <laughs> with a mustache mm-hmm. talking on a podcast no that's me yeah no, you have a goatee <laughs> um, 
I have a Van Dyke, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, like uh, that's how you're spending who knows how much time, but any time. And you have to remember, he made that sign. Yeah. That's, that's what I like to imagine. Imagine how he went about that. What was going on? Oh, he was it's, laying on the floor and he was his kicking feet his feet up in the air. He's like, just kind of back and forth. Look what he did. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. Did they impeach Biden? <laughs> he was like, tell me more. Tell along. me more. Have I, you seen my pen? Because they should it. be trying. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it rolled under the couch. I thought we were talking about Biden. <laughs> no. It went off on the pen tangent. Yeah, the guy was making the sign. Yeah. Like and then it. he lost his pen. Mm-hmm. It's gold. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was so vigorously swinging his feet mm-hmm. back and forth. I think... Uh, he the... was up on a little table on the corner swinging his feet, too. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> and then I'm going to draw a rainbow. No, not a rainbow. He would not draw no, a rainbow. No. Yeah. Because that's what Jesus had was rainbows. <laughs> um, yeah, what a fucking loser. And some people, were there were pedestrians that were walking by. And uh, I think one guy was, like, meeting the other guy. I said, it was like, for a while. Sucks of George Washington way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um But yeah, and as he was, I think he was meeting him because he started saying something to him and the sign guy thought that the approaching man was talking to him and he like smiled. So he's like, oh yeah, what do you think? And the guy was like, no, no, never mind. No, I'm talking to him. (laughs) Like there was someone behind him (laughs) and he's like, oh, okay. So he just went back to pacing back and forth with this huge kind of open mouthed weird smile showing it to everyone. This is wasn't even like some dirty weird psycho like i saw with the uh ilan omar sign in their car Mm -hmm. like looked like a 45 year old semi-professional like semi-professional basketball player professional (laughs) r word (laughs) (laughs) it sounds pretty into this this money (laughs) yeah yeah i should have just rolled down the window and have the soundboard Mm -hmm. and just start playing things at him like really loudly the (laughs) n-word yeah sounds like you're pretty into this buddy yeah (laughs) Yeah. what a weird person i was like hey bro your sign and he's like yeah i'm like not good Oh, you know what I say? I love Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what he would be like to have a conversation with. He's probably mentally I ill. Don't. Oh, I mean, he, he obviously is because Ill. mental illness is when you're right wing. Well, yes, that's true. Good. Thank you. Good save. Yeah. Good job. It was Ben. It was all Ben. He knows yeah. be- Ben knows best. No, he looked more like someone who might listen to Ben Shapiro every once in a while. I mean, you can't judge a book by its cover, but we know what people look like that hold signs out on the street with political messages on them. And he did not seem like... They look... Not good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He might have, like... I mean, he wasn't hot. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't fuck the guy. But he... That's saying a lot. But And his, his sign was pretty nicely written out. Whatever. Imagine the process... I've made a sign for a rally before, and so yeah, I know it was what it's just a like. big swastika. Yes, <laughs> no, that's my tattoo. <laughs> no, yeah, but you brought the sign in that you made for the rally, and you're like, I want you to draw this. <laughs> yeah, it's some artwork but I made. Bigger. Yeah, but put it on my chest, <laughs> right in between my teeth. 
Yeah, you were there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, stop talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the tattoo already. God, stop talking like I wanna that. I want to be matching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on the way here, I also passed by the sign, that is, which is the sign that I always think about when I like to imagine people doing the work to put up their opinion. And it's a sign that is a huge... It's a pretty large Trump 2020... Uh, must be... Tr- 2020 actually um between two trees it's like mounted on there with um mm-hmm. like two by fours and stuff mm-hmm. and i just really imagine Want it to just getting it delivered and i imagine him <laughs> going out there with that. his tools and hammering or screwing into this tree and like measuring and Listening all this to stuff credence and, yeah to, yeah thinking he's oh he what loved a every second of it. i know it's a and you know it was a guy <laughs> obviously yeah because yeah. it looks like shit too it's not very artful <laughs> like it's just well, what is it there's that guy that lives near you he has like an inflatable eagle He's, and... he has a, a custom built like not like a Trump gazebo shrine. but it's like a yeah sort of like a shrine for his inflatable american a, flag a bald trine. eagle which on the side of his house he also has a fuck biden flag oh, and like some yeah stuff like that yeah he's we're actually dating. So. <laughs> so I like, told you not to bring him up on yeah, the podcast. But. Yeah. It's going to get weird now. Uh, he obviously <laughs> doesn't really... listen. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't listen to the show. I mean, um, he, he tried listening once. my name is Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've been stealing money out of his wallet. <laughs> He's got enough money for a bald eagle gazebo. He can throw me a few dimes. A gazeagle. <laughs> it's my bald gazeagle. <laughs> well, when I think of a sign that makes a political statement that I see often, it's when I'm on uh, back roads to the neighboring town and... Uh, I mean, I think I know what they mean, but it's a big sign that says, Phil Wanted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right, buddy. All right. (laughs) My name's not Phil, but I can do the job. (laughs) Yeah. Good thing you spelled that with an F. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know nobody named Philip. (laughs) That's how I talk when I'm out there in the sticks. But. You know, you know, you're saying rural America is like the South. Mm-hmm. Um, people yeah, in terms of being people being stupid and racist. That's the South, right? <laughs> yeah. People like that guy from Memphis. Um, <laughs> yeah, that guy that got kicked out. Yeah. Like even people around here, like country boys affect a sort of Southern accent. Yeah, it's really like, stupid. It's really annoying. weird. I guess it's from country music or whatever, or chewing tobacco just makes you sound like that. But uh, <laughs> no, they talk like I they mean, do. That's whatever Darling accents are accents, but it it does. I think it's weird. It's definitely like, around here too. Get yeah. that? Just because you drive a pickup, you have and to have someone draw. And on top of that, then you someone comes uh, here from like a southern state where they have an accent, and it's so noticeable. Like when I talk to people from Texas, because mm-hmm. I love Texas accents. Mm-hmm. It's just the, Drawl. it's like the best way to speak American English, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's like... Uh, it's the best uh, way. Yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's my That's Austin like accent, West actually. Texas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what a drawl actually sounds like. Instead of, I mean, it's, it's literally just like... Uh, redneck kind yeah. of is what it is yeah and it's 
West really, Coast Redneck. It's like, what? Yeah. It's like, it is kind of an interesting question. Like, what brought you to speak like that? Because that's Ain't not... nobody talk like that around here. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I, I don't, there's, you weren't taught english that way like growing up around here like There's what more about of like a midwestern... being surrounded by by cows made you talk like There's that more cows of a don't talk like that midwestern canadian influence um for people and like no no, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. no that's not right <laughs> so you think that's right then huh <laughs> no um, no no what about uh <laughs> But in, and around like where we're from, you would be mo- way more likely to, if you're going to affect some sort of accent, it would be like something like a Mexican, uh, yeah. you know, like uh, I can accent. hear that for <laughs> we sure. We can definitely hear it. I uh, recognize someone it. Someone told and... me that they could hear it sometimes when I say things. Someone who's Mexican. And you're like, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, now you're from Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, dang yeah. it. I had a... like, almost be my Bronx accent. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> That's for her. Um, well, I'll just end this with the uh... bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the. Uh... <laughs> um, I, I try to fill in with something stupid every once in a while, and I did write on here. Um, so, my question: Which one? Of the Marx Brothers was the economist. None. <laughs> like, yeah, Carl. Carl, Groucho, Happy, Harpo, Harpo, Chico, and Carl. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was the one that didn't sing or dance. He was like their manager. Or shower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was the manager. Yeah, he was a ruthlessly exploitative Hollywood manager. And the named deals Carl he would Marks. really get. Yeah, he put the screws on him. Yeah, and, he, and just so he could buy a second home that he rented out uh, in a in a slum. Yeah, <laughs> old Carl. Yeah, but I wrote that, that was down. Funny. I was like, "That's funny." That is funny. That's not funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's not funny. It's funny enough. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Love you. Love you, too. I'll let you go to bed. Natalie's staying at my house. There's just so many drops. Yep. Yeah, you could go to the other one. Okay. Go back. Go back. I know. I already did. And and I went to that one. And we can talk about the Marx Brothers. I love Karl Marx. Yes. Well, I am more of a fan of Groucho, but to each their own. (laughs) Nice. That's better. And then Harpo would be like, yeah, Harpo's such talk. a good podcast guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many of the few people that listen to the show watch the Marx Brothers. Yeah, well, they're missing out. I once shot an elephant in my pajamas. How it got in my pajamas, I'll never know. It's a classic. I don't know why you're changing the subject to your exploits in Africa, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was talking about the Marx Brothers. You what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone, if you have it, jeez, just look up Groucho Marx compilation. It's hilarious. It's pretty great. I like yeah. Duck Soup. That's a good one. Suck. Deep. And actually, some of those, uh, it's kind of funny political satire, these little jokes and stuff like that back then. Especially, is that Duck Soup or that's um, a different one where Groucho is like 
like the supreme chancellor of like that made up country and he's there visiting them and they end up going to war and stuff yeah this made up country nazi germany (laughs) (laughs) but uh he did what he looks like such a nazi groucho marx sure okay it's like he looks like a bushy-faced larry david no (laughs) he's like nick kroll like how nick kroll described himself a nazi propaganda poster (laughs) (laughs) but no but uh, i think those compilations make me laugh i think i'm gonna do that uh, right now so okay let's go i gotta get going bye (laughs) how many times are we gonna make that joke I I don't know, but I love the listeners. You just want to keep saying goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) You're right in front of me. Yeah. You're like, I can't hear you. (laughs) But my my computer cut out. Yeah. What? Sorry. (laughs) Bad connection. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And also. (laughs) Blow blow up people's eardrums in this episode. And choppy editing. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, man. This is one for. Just on top of that, I'm going to put like a really shitty song at the beginning. (laughs) This is my new music. (laughs) It's It's in 9-8 time. <laughs> uh, these headphones are too small. It's like they're made for a child. Too small. <laughs> he admitted it. Okay, all right. Love you. Bye. Okay, thanks, Zach Kelsey, Vanita, RM Brown. Our Lord and Savior. And thank you, our, our friends of the show, Chapo Trap House. Oh, yeah. That's your boyfriend, Nick Mullen. Yeah, on Chapo. <laughs> oh, Chapo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's. He, He's been on. They've been known to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.